What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. Welcome back to the Y Network, where we interview every job occupation A through Z, from the trash man to the CEO, and ask them why and how they started their profession so that you can find your dream job too. I'm your host, Kojo Thompson, and today we have a very special guest with us. It is Megan Bukowski. Now, Megan is the founder of Engineering Expectations a blog that she created to use her near decade of both engineering and advising experience to help aspiring engineers discover this amazing career path. Now, Megan has a lot to share with us here today. So, Megan, shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. Let's go, Megan. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling great. How are you doing? I'm doing very, very, very good. Thank you for asking. Now, Megan, of course, it is nine o'clock at night currently. Um, <laughs> I thought this was at 9 a.m. So I, I woke up extra early for no reason. But now I'm <laughs> up extra late. <laughs> so, Megan, I'm real. I'm real excited to have you on the show tonight. Uh, please. I think everybody has been waiting for it. You know, we're just going to go ahead and dive right into that first question. Why did you become an engineer? Yeah, so I always liked math and science, but so I always gravitated towards those subjects. But then around eighth grade, I actually fractured my spine playing basketball. Um, and when that happened, I actually had to go and be fitted for a brace. And it was this whole ordeal. I had to wear the brace, you know, 24 seven, I couldn't take it off it. And it only had a 50% chance of healing even after that. So for six months, 24 seven, I had to wear this brace that extended pretty much from my shoulder blades to my tailbone. Mm. Uh, and when I went to be fitted for the brace, I went into this huge room and it was filled with like every type of brace you could imagine um, and all these different prosthetics. And I just thought it was amazing. And I was like, wow, who designed this? This is like incredible. Mm. And that's when I really started learning about engineering and thinking, oh, do I want to be a biomedical engineer or mechanical? And that's really kind of what started me on the path of engineering was that experience. But I was really lucky my spine healed and everything was good. Um, And then that kind of got me going towards engineering. I love it. I love that story right there. And you have to walk me through the process. I mean, because you are now, you know, at at a point where you you're you're teaching others and advising others. So you're you're I feel like you're at the top of the totem pole. But take me back down to the bottom. Take (laughs) me back to square one where you were, what your process was like to get to where you are today. Yeah, sure. So let's see. I went to WPI, so Worcester Polytechnic Institute for college. I, when I started 
there, I was debating between biomedical engineering and mechanical. I started as a biomedical engineer freshman year, but then when I was talking to some of the upperclassmen, they had expressed to me how challenging it was for them to get jobs. And it's kind of interesting. It doesn't seem like industry has really caught up with academia because industry kind of still gravitates, well, from what I've seen towards mechanical, just because uh, they think, you know, oh, mechanical have more engineering courses, whereas the biomedical may have to take more anatomy or bio courses. So actually freshman year, I ended up switching to mechanical with a concentration in biomedical. So I still kind of kept that concentration, that specialty, and that helped me. Um, And I was able to get an internship my junior year at a medical device company. And then that stayed on part-time throughout my whole senior year, which was great experience. And then I actually worked for them full-time when I graduated. So yeah, I was working at a medical device company as a mechanical engineer. So typically people usually associate, oh, medical device with biomedical engineers, but there was actually more mechanicals there. So that's one interesting thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So then I worked there for over seven years and I was a senior engineer leading many projects um, and leading big teams. Uh, And that's really where I really found that I really, really enjoyed trying to train and mentor um, Mm -hmm. younger engineers and learning that there's such a gap between academia and industry. Academia is very theoretical and industry is more hands-on. So seeing that gap, I actually made the jump to shift into academia to try to start advising students and helping them understand what engineering really entails. Because I think a lot of students don't really know what they're getting themselves into. So that's when I made the shift. And then I started this business, Engineer Expectations, trying to help high schoolers really understand if engineering is right for them. There's so many different disciplines. How do they choose a discipline? And now we actually have a summer camp to help students figure out if engineering is right for them. So very nice. Very nice. I love that story right there, (laughs) Megan. And Megan, you have to you have to let me know. I mean, I know you were telling me about, you know, your first experience, you know, when you first saw something so amazing that, uh, you know, you wanted to uh, even venture out into what it was like in that area. But I really want to dig a little deeper. Do you think you had any other childhood hobbies or habits that matriculated into who you became today? Yeah, I mean, (laughs) probably like the typical ones from an engineering standpoint. I loved Legos. I loved puzzles. Mm -hmm. So I was always doing those as a kid. But I think one of the other key components was I always played sports growing up. And engineering is really collaborative and, you know, you're always working in teams, communication's huge, leadership is big. So um, I think sports actually really helped me develop the soft skills, um, Mm. helped my engineering career. So even though I always liked kind of the technical side of things, I think the sports really helped my soft skills. Very, very nice. I love that answer, especially about the soft skills, the, the social the social yeah. aspect of things and you you need that in life that's yes that's, again that's something that they don't teach they actually uh criminalize that in school man i used to get in trouble i used to man my my, my mom's uh phone number was on speed dial for the principal's office because i <laughs> used to be talking socializing but it's actually a good thing guys like you need social skills in the real world so uh, i love Huge. that answer right there 
And Megan, I have to ask, what is an average day like for you? Sure. So as an engineer, kind of piggybacking off the social skills, you're in a ton of meetings. That might be one of the surprises. I think when people like typically think of an engineer, they think, oh, you know, are you just like alone in some lab or, you know, in some room with all these whiteboards designing things and like, no, you're it's a huge team environment. So you're in a lot of meetings. Um, But a typical day, you know, first thing I try to do is figure out what my day is going to look like. So start looking at emails and going through anything that's really pressing, look at my calendar, figure out all the meetings, and then look at my to-do list to try to prioritize tasks. So there's very few days that I'm not in a meeting. So mm-hmm. probably prepping or sending out meeting minutes, then also going to the lab to work on testing or run a test, collecting that data, running data analysis, designing things using CAD, typically SolidWorks. And CAD is computer-aided design. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's great because a lot of high schools are actually having CAD courses. So that's a great opportunity. Mine didn't, but I know they're trying to really get high schoolers the opportunity to learn CAD and 3D printing. So that's awesome. I did learn CAD in the ninth grade. I did learn yeah, CAD. Yeah, so that's great. Yeah. So there you you are right about that. And uh, now, yeah. Megan, I have to ask, what do you enjoy the most about what you do? So for engineering, let's say, so I really enjoy, mm-hmm. the thing I liked most was leading projects and planning and executing. That's really what I enjoyed the most mm-hmm. um, and really leading teams and mentoring the people on my team. Nice, nice. Now, of course, the back end of that question, Megan, is what you enjoy the least. (laughs) Yeah, the least um, was definitely testing just because it can get repetitive. It's a necessary evil of engineering, though, because you do a lot of testing because data, you need data for everything. I really like the data analysis part, but just the testing would get a little redundant sometimes. I love it. I love it. I love it. And again, that's that's a that's a common answer. So I really love that answer right there. Now, Megan, this next question right here is my absolute favorite question. And that is, do you think that grades mattered in school for the success that you have in your career today? (laughs) That is a good question. So Let's see. I would say yes and no. So let me kind of explain that, I guess. So I, when I was in school, I was really, really focused on getting A's. You know, I really stressed over that. And I think to some extent, obviously, you need good grades because especially in engineering, most programs, you need to maintain a minimum GPA to stay in the program. So obviously, the grade matters. Also, when you're trying to go for employment, you know, employers are expecting to see your GPA on there. If you don't have it, they'll assume it's below 3.0. But on the flip side of that, I wish I actually stressed a little less about getting the A and Mm -hmm. more focusing on trying to really understand the material, um, understand the application and how it would actually be used. I think I would have learned it better if I was then just trying to focus on getting an A, you know, memorizing things or finding problems, practice problems that looked like the homework problems. I think Mm -hmm. that uh, I would have been more prepared had I tried to get the application as opposed to focusing on the grade. 
I love it. I love it. And again, you gotta you we we're, we're you gotta know the craft. It's the craft of things, not the yeah. not the grades. The grades are just the measurement of how well you understand the craft, but the craft is actually what matters. So I love that right mm-hmm. there. Now, Megan, I'm gonna break down this next question a little bit because this word gets tossed around willy nilly. Now, I'm gonna ask, what is your impact? And when I mean impact, I'm, I'm I mean, what are you devoted to? What is your devotion? So I would say my engineering impact would have been, well, I was designing medical devices, which were actually used around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was definitely the impact I was making. And it was amazing getting to interact with physicians who were actually using them, going to the hospitals and seeing them being used. That was that was amazing. And I would say my impact now too in terms of uh, mentoring up-and-coming engineers aspiring engineers and really helping them understand what they're doing so they know what they're they'll be getting into in their future i love it i love it i love that answer right there megan again you have been answering these questions absolutely perfectly but (laughs) we are sadly sadly winding down to that last question and that is if you could give one piece of advice just one piece of advice to somebody out there listening right now who wants to be in the position that you are in a day, what would it be? Ooh, one piece of advice. Let's see. So I think that my top piece of advice, and this probably sounds cliche, but I'll explain a little, is probably if you're willing to put in the effort and work hard, you can be an engineer. I know there's probably stigma associated with engineering. People think, oh, you have to be smart or genius or these things, but it's, it really comes down to how much effort you're willing to put in. College is challenging, but you'll get a really rewarding career, and it's a ton of problem solving. So if you have the perseverance and work ethic to move through those problems, you're going to succeed. And I think Einstein really, you know, said knew this. Um, one of his quotes, he says, "Genius is one percent talent and ninety ninety nine percent hard work." So he knew that. So I, I love think that's it. Really I good to it. keep in mind. I loved it. I loved it. Every single thing about that answer. I mean, <laughs> it down to the quote was perfect. I again, Megan, you have been given excellent, excellent, excellent advice all interview long. Now, if there's any type of way that you know. I can promote you, whether it's, you know, a website, a book, social media, something that I can leave in the description below so that my audience can reach yours. Oh, sure. So if anyone wants to reach out, um, they can find me at engineeringexpectations.com. And you can reach out to me at Facebook at Engineering Expectations. And right now, if you're interested or trying to debate on engineering, we um, are looking at our virtual engineering camp, which will give students a better understanding of what engineering is and if it's the right major for them to hopefully they can sort that out before going to college so they can feel confident in their major. I love it. I love it. And please, guys, you guys have to have to hit that link in the description below and check that out, because that is especially, especially, especially useful for everybody out there listening who is wanting to who is in in between uh, majors right now who who can't decide. I mean, that is a big issue. So um, please hit that link in the description below. Now, Megan, again, I cannot thank you enough. I could not have asked for better answers from anybody else today. Now, folks, as you know, there are three types of work, a job, a career and a calling. 
Most people have a job. You're lucky if you find a career, but you are truly, truly blessed if you find your calling. And I really hope that me and Megan helped you find it here today. That is a wrap. If you like today's episode, but feel like you still need an extra push, make sure to follow me on Clubhouse for free confidence coaching at Kojo the Goat. Again, that's at Kojo the Goat on Clubhouse. Subscribe, leave a comment, and make sure to follow all our social media channels at YI Network. All inquiries, please email Kojo at YINetwork.com. Talk to you soon, guys.